Welcome to Side Effects with an A. When effect is normally used, it's a noun. It's already occurred. Effect is a verb meaning action. Action influences outcomes. I'm Scott McGowan. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. We will provoke you to think differently. Side Effects, where problems are defined, solutions exposed. Welcome to Side Effects. I'm Scott McGowan. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. How are you, Anne? Doing great, Scott. You know, I ask you that every time. I know, and it's awesome, though. I like when people ask how I am. So, are you like, are you fine? I'm great. You're great. I'm great. Actually, that's a good word. Yeah. Even when I'm not great, I say I'm great, uh-huh. and then I feel great. Yeah. There's that so. word like I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. What does that mean? I, it just means don't talk to me. It's nice to see you. You I'm might as well you. just say good morning and keep walking. Yeah. I. So this word awesome. Um, just gets under my skin because like 10 years ago it was kind of a cool word right and I say awesome it all the time might have been repeated from the 80s I think I think it was a Tom Cruise movie or Spicoli. something like that yeah. oh, awesome dude so I think you're exactly <laughs> right fast times at Ridgemont High yeah so I like transferred that word to terrific yeah that if is, I'm terrific that is your word so yeah. I have a question for you how, yeah. how, how are you terrific how's the leaf situation at your house yeah it's kind of a it's um it, it's a problem in my life. I'm kind of manic about leaves, so uh, I'm a I'm a leaf uh, rustler. I'm like a <laughs> I'm like a wrangler with leaves. <laughs> so back in the old days, you, you would have been the oh yeah. yeah yeah. I have a real like problem with my neighbors, right? Because th- my leaves on my trees fall in my yard, and then I like remove them They're all the time. Well trained trees, big time. Yeah, and then I'll even. And this is really manic, but I'll get out of my car. I'll pick them up out of my front. Oh, yard. I've seen you do it. Yeah, yeah, I know. And so I, I, I'm okay with the leaves. It's fall. They're pretty. I mean, I do. They're not pretty on the pick ground. Pick them up. They, they are. No. And so, <laughs> no, I know when I see my leaves, I actually feel a little bit of pain for you. So, um, yeah. So, how's your hand feeling? I know you've been having some issues with it. And now you're running the blower, but basically twenty four seven. It's like a paintbrush. Yeah, I'm like an artist with that. <laughs> I mean, I blow it. Matter of fact, what's funny is I've never bagged leaves, or I've never had to like you blow get a them in tarp. your na- neighbor's yard. Well, we live like in this wood line, so they go under the fence, they go out on the tree line. I can't imagine living like in a house with someone right behind me and on both sides, because it would destroy me. Nowhere to put your leaves. Yeah, but my leaf blower and I were like, uh, it, we're like best buddies. Yeah. Well, I think that um, you know our topic today is disability, and I think if you don't stop blowing your leaves every single day, you might end up with a disability because you're going to have no use of your right arm. Well, a couple of weeks ago, we talked to uh, Derek from Arosti uh, because of my hand. So whether it be golf or the leaf blower, so that pain's going to come back. I know it. Right. <laughs> right now, it's just not here. Uh, but you're exactly right, and you know a lot of organizations. We, we hear a lot from employers about the importance of short-term disability, mostly from their workforce. So an employer would say, our employees are asking for short-term disability. Would you agree? Right. I think so. And we, you know, we spend most of our time talking about medical, talking about the health plan, which is the largest driver of employee benefit costs, probably just as an insured line item. But when you think about disability insurance, or short-term or long-term, it encompasses many, many things like paid time off, like, you know, your any kind of workers' comp that you have out there, any kind of presenteeism, absenteeism. When you add disabilities, whether they're paid under a disability contract that you purchase or under your workers' comp, or you're actually paying that out of continuing salary or paid time off, 
it actually can be a bigger number than your medical insurance. Yeah, I mean, there's a perception out there that um, actually when I read this, only 38% of private sector employers offer short-term disability. A long-term. 38, short-term. Oh, short-term. 32 is long-term. Gotcha. So what's interesting is, uh, and I know this is this is on a government website, so the average American can't put together $2,000. Uh, and that was about five years ago. For living expenses. Exactly. Right, if they didn't have a salary. And right now it's 1000 Yeah. So the impact of short-term disability is, is really a big deal uh, because people live in financial fear. I get that. But, and, and there is no worse fear than financial fear. And there's a lot of things that can go on in your life. But when financially you're afraid... Uh, it affects productivity uh, in your life, which means productivity in your job. Right. It's hard to make good decisions when you're constantly worried about where that next penny or dollar is going to come from. And, you know, we had shared a statistic a few podcasts ago that about two-thirds of Americans can't can't save $1,000 to pay a deductible. We were talking about it in terms of a deductible at that point in time. Now imagine you're out of work because of an accident or illness and if you couldn't pay it before when you were working, how on earth are you going to have your living expenses when you're not? Yeah, and I think a lot of t- – one, it's, it's something we don't see very often because if someone's disabled, where are they not? They're not at work. Right. So we see a lot of things at work. And I think the perception is most people believe that if I get hurt at work, it's workers' compensation and I'll have coverage for that. Right. And, it, and in some cases, that's true, right? They have workers' comp. It's covered. But most people get injured outside of work. When they say 90% of disability claims, right? right? 90% of them right. are it's non-work related. For, and it's for common things. Mm-hmm. It's not a catastrophic event. It's not a near-death event. It's a common illness. Heart attacks, uh, maternity, uh, stroke. I mean, a variety of other issues. So there is a uh, there's a misconception of of how that works. The other thing I think for employers to understand is this is not an expensive benefit to offer. It's not. Right. And I think, too, employers, when they think about disability, we don't offer that insurance. We don't offer that coverage. We can't increase our cost anymore than what we already are, are at. This can be offered on a voluntary basis. So just giving your workforce access to a disability policy and And on top of that, the education, because when most people are asked, they don't know much, if anything, about disability insurance. They just don't even understand that it's available, how to purchase it, um, how to go about it. Well, I don't think they understand the cost. So uh, first of all, um, some employers think, well, if I give them disability insurance, then they'll take advantage of that. I'm, I'm not a believer in that. I think it's an immature thought. Well, and if like it's that. if it's fully in, if it's an insured product, there's a return to work provision in there, and they're going to try to get them actively back at work, even right. even with some modifications. So, to do you want a workforce that comes to work injured or sick because they can't get paid? No, like you don't want any part of that. Right. So the mentality, the mind shift of that ha- has to change. Yeah. So we've said a couple of times now that it's not an expensive benefit. Depends on you know your workforce, your industry. Um, what you're purchasing, but it's one to two percent of someone's annual salary, typically under yeah. a group policy. Yeah. So if you were a group of, let's say, forty employees, short-term short-term disability might cost you four hundred dollars a month 
as an organization. Right. A long-term disability is probably going to cost you three fifty a month. Um, so, and then healthcare is costing you twelve thousand dollars. I mean, per person. I'm talking four hundred dollars a month for the entire organization. Because here's the dilemma: um, you and I both know a lot of employers, and most employers want to take care of their workforce. So I, I don't have disability. Someone gets hurt. Uh, we do a collection in the building. We give people stuff. Um, they might ask for a loan. I do that and because I just feel like I should. The dilemma comes when that person is disabled like 90 days. How long are you going to send that family money? Right. And the day that worries me the most is what day do you have to knock on that front door and say, I can't afford to do this anymore. Right. There's no more cash flow to do that. So think about this for a minute. We're talking about employees at large, the general population. But think about this if you're a CFO, uh, president, a business owner listening to us today, and you're a closely held company, um, and perhaps you have family members in your company. What happens if one of your executives or a family member becomes disabled beyond that 90 days? You're probably going to continue to pay them there's a very high likelihood that you're going to continue to pay them until they can return to work. On top of that, you may have to pay someone else to do their job while they're out. And so typically what we see is that that is costing much more to an employer, it's bottom line, than if they would have just insured it to begin with. Right. And they always say, you know, this is not a show to talk about. You need to buy disability insurance, right? Right. I mean, we even tell people we don't sell insurance. This is just about planning exactly. and good financial planning. Right. I mean, because when I think about that, you're supposed to insure the things you can't afford. So I would never want to self-insure me for my health. <laughs> I don't know what that's going to cost, right? I, w- I want to insure that. Now, we're self-funded as an employer because I believe in our workforce. Lori's calling me to make sure your life insurance is up to date. Should yeah. I answer it? Yeah, I know. Because I took a flight with an 18-year-old kid like a couple of weeks ago <laughs> and asked her. It's like, hey, do you mind if I go on this flight to Chattanooga with this high school senior? And he's gonna. And she's like, no, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Your life insurance policies are right yeah. here. <laughs> so I got back. And I'm like, you weren't worried? She's like, no, not really. I'm like, really? You weren't worried? <laughs> no, but you know what? It's, it's a good point, though. Most people have life insurance. If you ask people, do you have life insurance? They'll have some amount, even if it's a small amount through their employer. That's always been a thing that people are always interested in. You know, how do I take care of the people I leave behind after my death? But if you think about it, what happens if you're the bread breadwinner, whether you have a dual income or, or you're the single breadwinner, and you can't work? What happens if you can't provide for your... Well, because your, if your paycheck stops, what keeps coming? The bills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your mortgage, everything else just keeps And all keeps the medical bills. Everything. You know, right. Those those come rolling in. So we've heard disability called the living death insurance. It's sort of a morbid way to think about it, but it's almost more important than than the than life insurance. Well, it's planning. Right. Right. It's just it's it's prudent planning. And it's not that expensive um, for the for the workforce for long term disability. Um, like I said before, it's just it's not expensive for the organization. Actually, I think what it does, if health care is $12,000 a year per person, disability insurance might be $120 a year. So your workforce, health care is important. It's really expensive. I'm telling you, when you start unpacking the fact that we have short-term disability and long-term disability and a 401k and health care, it's a big deal. 
people want to know. They're asking those questions if we're recruiting and try to retain employees. Yeah, it's a way to make sure that your benefit package is whole and that you don't have your employees in a situation where they can't afford to live if something happens to them and you as an employer don't have to make that terrible decision that you're not going to pay them anymore. Yeah, so even for our listeners, when, when you talk about when we talk about disability, so what are some things I should I should look for? Uh, there's, you know, obviously you can go out and get a quote for short-term disability. There's different ways you can fund short-term disability. So you would need your incomes. You would need uh, a uh, generationally, so demographically, where's your workforce showing up by age. Um, and you would want to unpack that and then send that in. And we'll go ahead and, and we can prepare some numbers for you. Long-term disability, kind of the same thing. A couple things you're going to need to know is you're going to need the, the uh, occupation, salary of your workforce, and the age of the population. I think for most of our listeners, you would be surprised that it's really not that expensive. Yeah. So I'm going to just give you a quick example. And this is just, I mean, we have dozens and dozens of these, unfortunately. But a couple of years ago, I had um, a client of my call in and say, our CEO has been in a terrible, a terrible accident. And uh, he was cutting a tree in his yard. It, a limb broke off, and he was just taking care of that himself. And if you know anybody that's ever been injured cutting a tree, the limb, you know, bounced back and hit him in the head. And um, he suffered a severe brain injury and um, permanent permanent damage to his left side. And that company had long-term disability. We had just reviewed their contract to make sure that we understood the definition of earnings, that we understood that it was covering that executive class until their normal retirement age. This person happened to be 52 years old, and um, he won't work again. And that was, I mean, he was the picture of health, absolutely nothing you know, in his future that looked like was going to go wrong, and it was just a freak accident. And it's traumatic for that family, and it's really horrible, but the company isn't going to go under trying to pay that executive for the rest of his life. Yeah, and so that family gets a couple of things. One is um, the employee gets dignity, right? Because now that employee who's hurt and disabled that can't work gets paid so he or she can serve their family and their needs, right? The employer gave that person dignity with that coverage. I mean, it is, it's a gigantic issue. And an employer saying, well, I'll just fund it when it happens. If you self-fund that, at the goodness of your heart, I'm telling you, your heart can only afford so much, especially a 52-year-old. So right. you're going to fund that person to age 65? Right. That's it's, an expensive endeavor. It's a long time. So I think that, you know, again, we just want to be sure that as a part of what we're seeing employers start to focus on, which I think has always been important, but just now coming into light when we look at the whole person and we look at what we offer as a benefit package, and we want to be sure that culturally we're doing the right thing for our workforce, financial wellness and financial well-being has sort of started to come into trend, right, and into vogue. It's been around a long time. People used to come to your house, right, and do financial planning. Do they still do that? I don't know. I don't know. But um, I can remember my mom sitting at the kitchen table when I was a Would kid. you answer the door if someone did? <laughs> no, if it was a scheduled appointment, I, I would. But um, no, I don't answer the door for anyone. Don't come to my house because I'm not answering the door. Yeah, so I had this little, I'm going to go way off the rails here. So this, this young lady knocked on my door like a week ago. She's selling windows. You live on a dead end street just like I do. I know. And so she's selling windows. And, and my house is not that old. 
Um, but you know how someone has a script and they're just going to read it? Yeah. So her hands are shaking and she nailed this script. I mean, she just nailed it. So I'm like, I, like I'm just going to listen to this young lady. And so I said, what is one thing you see here? She was like, I don't know. I'm like, did you look at my windows? She goes, they're pretty new, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're pretty new. <laughs> but, uh, and Kurt, hey, go on your way. Right. Uh, go on your way. You did a great job. You hammered it. You knew it. And, uh, and, and I'm proud of you. You know, great job. Yeah, it's nice to be kind to salespeople. Yeah, and I think for uh, going back to disability, one is we could explain all of the details inside of disability. So what coverage level do you, do you need, uh, occupation definitions, uh, earnings definitions. I mean, it is, it is a complicated process, uh, but that's why you use uh, experts. So there's a lot of questions you should, be, you, you should be asking. You should have expert advice when buying it. One of the biggest issues I've seen is most employees or employers that offer, especially long-term disability, say something like, well, we have a disability plan that pays 60% of your earnings. Mm -hmm. So if I'm an employee, I leave that employee meeting and I said, I have long-term disability and I get 60% of of my earnings. And in most cases, that's incorrect. Right, because it's taxed. It's a, typically a taxable benefit unless it's structured correctly. Yeah. So if I make $100,000, for example, and I pay 35% taxes, I'm going to take home $6,500 a year, uh, $65,000 okay. a year, right? Or $5,400 a month because we all have to pay the government, right? Um, if I'm disabled, I'm going to get 60% of my income and I'm going to take home $48,000 if I have disability. Right. Because that's going to be taxed. Yeah, so I'm going to take a 25% pay cut. Now, there are strategies to get that disability payment tax-free. Right, but it's something that has to be structured in the process. Mm -hmm. It's something that has to be looked at. And so I think the long and the short of it is most employers um, or many employers may not even know what questions to ask, right? Mm -hmm. So just make sure that you're not buying just a rate because these these coverage contracts can vary greatly from carrier to carrier. If you have an old disability contract, the language has been updated in the last few years. Definition of earnings has been updated. If you have commissioned salespeople or executives that receive bonuses, uh, people with variable income, defining how that income is tracked. And I'll give you an example. You wouldn't even think that this would apply. But a few years ago, there was the big um, tragedy in Japan, the big tsunami caused um, a lot of havoc there. And it um, it caused Honda, if you'll recall, to um, slow down and shut down, uh, being a Japanese company in terms of shipping product, et cetera. And so everyone in the United States that worked um, with Honda, tier one, tier two supplier, was following the pattern of Honda, which was shutting down about, about half time. Okay, so about 50% until all that cleanup was done. I worked with a particular group whose definition of earnings was based on the most recent three weeks. Yeah. And they had someone go out on disability. So I get 60% of 50%. Right. Yeah. It was a real problem. That's not a so, benefit. No. And and who would ever think that that extraneous event was going to impact it in that way? And P.S., that contract had been in place for about 10 years. So the language was just old. We'll put some fast uh, fast facts out on healthierbirthdays.com about disability. Uh, one of the strategies, too, that's really important for employers is, you know, as we're looking at health insurance, which is obviously the biggest cost, 
you can actually unpack some of your uh, healthcare changes, such as maybe deductible shifts, copay shifts, contribution shifts, uh, which is hard to tell a workforce. So, for example, uh, we just had a client about a million dollars in spend. They were able to reduce their cost by five percent. Five percent. That's a big deal. So $50,000 to the organization. They're able to put long-term disability in and short-term for $8,000, right? So here's what's happening to the healthcare plan, and here's what's happening, but we're going to give you short-term and long-term. Right. So there's significant strategies inside of that. Yeah, and I'll leave you with this one last fact. So we've talked before about millennials and how they are overtaking the workforce, right? They're shifting to be the largest segment of the workforce now, and in the next few years, we'll continue to see that grow. And so the estimate is that one in four of today's 20-year-olds will become disabled before reaching the age of 67. That means 25% of the workforce is going to be out on some sort of disability with or without income before they're 67. So just a really important a really important financial strategy, something to think about, something we don't spend a lot of time on, uh, but it's it, it's really important. Yeah, so thanks for listening. I love the rule of three. So disability insurance, number one, it's not as expensive as you think. Culturally, uh, it could impact your organization. Financially, it can significantly impact your organization. Definitely. And so I just have one last request for our listeners. If you would just email me at ann at healthierbirthdays.com, I will share Scott's address with you, and I will ask you to dump a pile of leaves no. right in the middle of his yard. <laughs> yeah, I'll just pick them up. Yeah. So thanks for listening, and have a great day. Thanks for listening and opening your mind. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach us at scott at healthierbirthdays.com. Or ann at healthierbirthdays.com. We hope you'll join us next time on on Side Side Effects. Effects.